You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. Boys and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's Uncle Silk. It's your boy at 35, the All-American. And back from Nashville, it's Dan. You went to Nashville again? I did, I did. Dan, yeah, for a couple uh, days. That's your second that's home, home, Dan. It is my second home. Might be my first home one of these days. I ain't mad at that. How's it post-explosion? Uh, so my hotel was just a couple blocks away. That whole area, I put a, a tweet out there the other day. Um, it's it's one block um, that's you know really bad. You can still see the smoke and the soot and everything else from from everything that rise on the top of that AT and T building. Uh, everything is starting to get cleaned up. It's still you know big work in progress in terms of cleanup and then rebuild. That's a super historic area of town. It's right off of Broadway. It's probably one of your older parts of the city just as a whole. So they got a lot of new renovation, but it was super touristy. There's like a Hooters there. There's a candy shop there. Uh, there's a BB Kings. There's a, one of those Dick's Last Resorts. So it's definitely a place that a lot of tourists would be. Uh, so it's it's sad to see that whole area um, you know destroyed. Uh, just because you you don't realize the blast radius is not just you know that whole street. It's you know two or three streets down where you, where you have a bunch of uh, you know windows blown out and everything else. So so prayers to that community. Uh, they're doing well, recovering. Nashville's uh, you know starting to get back uh, a little bit more with COVID. Very different experience now. The last time I was there was the day that they announced it, they had their first COVID case. So very different uh, place now. But but still had a great time. It was uh, it was beautiful times. Always beautiful times. Hey, so okay. I don't ha- I don't have some uh some 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 good good times in Nashville too, man. So I'm with you when you're right, Dan. Yeah, I've never, I've never been in Nashville. We we no. uh, we wasn't able. We was gonna do a, a tailgate this year at, in Nashville. We was kind of playing that, get on some rooftops and vibe in the city a little bit. But uh, COVID changed our plans, so we weren't able to get to the city. And of course, we can't go this far because we got them folks down here. So uh, I'm about two years away from experiencing the greatness of Nashville. That's, that's about the, the amount of time that everything will need to be yeah, you know, when it comes to, to vaccines and reopening and everything else. Right. Take back for that you. place is a time, man. I'll tell you what. Mm. I almost, almost, almost had to put on some some uh, cowboy boots, man, and hit the streets one time, Dan. I but, can see that. Hey, I'll bring an extra pair for you when we I, go. I, check, I saw uh, James Smith out there, Smitty. Remember James Smith? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I linked up with James Smith out there. We went to, uh, was it Honky Top on, on the corner? Yeah, Honky Tonk Central. And there you go, Dan. Yeah, man. Yeah. Have a good time, Dan. Look at look at Amon. That's <laughs> a, a culture project. We'll do one of those culture projects when we go up there. We'll bounce uh, around at the stage and legends and, and second so, fiddle and tin roof. So I don't know. I might, I might have somebody that uh customize some boots for us, bro. So we might have to, might have to uh, check it out. Hey, I got it. They gotta be comfortable for me. But I, yeah, I've man, seen some comfortable boots. I know Dan got some expensive joints. Um yeah. Put me on, man. Let me know what the loops. Yeah, damn. Yeah, boots. What's a good? What's a good brand of boots, Dan? Uh, probably a good starter pair would be a nice pair of Justin boots. Okay, a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's just the brand. No, do you need as a boots? Do your community frown upon Timberland boots? 
Mm, no, I don't think so. I don't think my community frowns upon anybody. We're, we're a very welcoming people. And, oh, and okay. so, you, so they used to wear B boots down in your parts? Oh, definitely yeah. had B-boots. Oh, for With sure. B-boots? Okay. Yeah. yeah, it was definitely a Florida thing. I had some Tims <laughs> okay, growing okay. up. I also had some Lugs growing up, too, when I couldn't afford the Tims, you know? <laughs> yeah, I had, I had a pair of Lugs. Uh, my mom bought them, and I actually got hit in the head over the broom <laughs> over those Lugs because my mom brought them, and I refused to wear them. I'm like, I'm not oh, I was about to say, bro, it, my mom would have worn them, but, man, I don't know. Yeah, my, mom, my mom called me ungrateful. Hit me in the head with a broom, man. She was sleeping when I told her she, I wasn't wearing them. Um, <laughs> but we're doing we're, we're recording on a Sunday, yeah. uh, in, in in recognition of Martin Luther King's Day, which is tomorrow. This airs on a Tuesday, but happy Martin Luther King Day. Uh, you guys got anything planned for tomorrow, which is Monday? Um, just hanging out with the family, probably, probably put some on the grill, something like quick. Not too major. Yeah. yeah, I don't I don't I don't think much. It's supposed to be chilly here in uh in Tampa tomorrow. Um I'll try to find something to do uh around here. I gotta rest and relax a little bit. It was a uh I'll tell you guys it was a weekend, so uh as much as it could be, you know, one of those all day uh drinking type of things on uh, on Friday and Saturday. But uh, no, I don't I don't think so. It is my birthday on Wednesday. Uh so a little pre-planning for that. Uh just as a quick just a quick little plug. I, I raise money every year for the V Foundation for my birthday. So, so far, I think we're up to about $730. Uh, but if you see uh, in your heart to donate a little bit more, that the the, uh, the the tweet is up on my uh, my Twitter account. I'm trying to raise maybe 1000 Uh So, I think over the, the last probably seven, eight years, we've raised, I think, about 85 8600 bucks already. So, I'm uh, trying to do a little bit of that. But, but it's the big 3-3 three, three on Wednesday. It's not a bad year. Scotty Pippen year. It's my Scotty Pippen year. That's yeah. right. That's right. What or about Patrick, you, too? Or Patrick Ewing. Or Patrick uh, Ewing. I'm about to say, what's wrong with Ewing? But, you know, we can go Scotty. Ewing never got any jewelry, so that's the first thing that's yeah, wrong with Yeah, that, that's, that's why I ain't bringing that question up. I already knew. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot planned. Uh, my daughter has her, her appointment tomorrow to, to, to get her arm checked out again. Uh, we're just chilling. I probably get the grill going in the afternoons for the kids, throw some on the grill for them, but not a whole lot going on, man. Um, just been vibing all weekend. A lot of relaxation, just catching up on rest. I slept. I went to bed at eight o'clock last night. It was Ooh, embar- embarrassing, but I feel great. I think, nah, bro. Sometimes you need that. Yeah, sometimes sometimes you need to to hit the side early, man. You feel oh, well. You wake up, you wake up refreshed. You wake up refreshed, though, bro. You, I woke up at four in the morning, confused. <laughs> Where am I? Yeah, like what happened? <laughs> you ready to start your day, and you still have like three more hours before the sun rises? Well, I remember right before I went to bed because I cooked ribs for the kid, the kids, and the wife, and my wife was asking me to cut the ribs, and then I woke up at four in the morning. That's what I remember. Yeah. I needed that rest though, man. Just fell asleep watching some some football on TV. Nothing too crazy. I'm here for it. Well, we're in the middle of the uh, the Bucks Saints game, just the start of the third quarter. So if you hear a mod cheering, uh, or, if you, <laughs> or if you hear an, uh, a, a Tampa Bay Bucks fan cheering, it's probably also uh, because they went to FSU and they're cheering for Jameis Winston, which is a, a very weird uh, thing that I saw on the timeline today. I'm just here for the Chauncey <laughs> Gardner. Uh, Agitations. That's the only thing I'm here for is to see Chauncey Gardner piss somebody off. Yeah. 
He's going to stick around the league a long time. Well, let's get started. We got a, a, a good content show ahead, but as always, this show is sponsored by our friends over at the Thomas Law Firm which is going to help handle your insurance claims for property damage to your home or business. Uh, any damage from uh, your roof damage or leaks, storms, water damage, hail damage, hurricanes, sinkholes, fires, etc. Give them a call. E13-221-2525. Adam Lewis at the Thomas Firm is a big, big fan of this show. We really appreciate all the help that he does. Uh, for us, again, 813-221-2525, tntattorneys.com. All right, boys, we had an old-fashioned source wars this weekend. Uh, Christian Robinson. This is recording on Sunday, so if you hear this Tuesday morning, um, the, some things could have changed. But uh, we heard on what was it, probably Thursday, that Christian Robinson might be heading to Michigan. Then we heard uh, a couple hours later that he's not heading to Michigan and that he wasn't formally offered. And then Michigan hired a new defensive coordinator, the former linebackers coach from the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Uh, and it was announced from football scoop that Christian Robinson was going to be going to Michigan. Uh, and then just a couple short hours later, Christian Robinson is apparently uh, inclined to stay at Florida. So that's where we're at right now. No fashion source war, man. Um, I don't even think it's a source war. I think both sides have both been right to, to a certain extent. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see. Um, you know, we we've talked about Christian Robinson a lot on this show. Uh, he's been on the show, um, but we've talked about the uh, you know some lack of production from that unit. Uh, we've talked about him as a recruiter. Um, still a young coach. This was his first full time uh, linebackers coach. Actually, first full time coaching uh, opportunity since he was a graduate assistant under Todd Grantham at Mississippi State. Talked about some maybe some regression in that group. Um, but ultimately, what are your thoughts, boys? Well, according to Football School, um, just reading the updates, they pretty much were saying it was Michigan back and forth thing, and now Florida's trying to retain him, and he'd possibly be getting a raise if he if he's being retained at Florida. I don't, I don't agree with a raise. The linebacker room, while the recruiting has been good, not great, it has been good recruiting in that room. The the development and the production out of that room has been abysmal. Uh, especially with the guys that he brought in, we've seen a yeah. little a, a little activity with McElwain guys, but the guys he brought in, he has done absolutely nothing with as of now. So I don't see uh, a way. Especially you got like guys like T. Will, that's Auburn, and some other guys out there that you could probably upgrade your linebacker room. But they seem to love to be with familiar people. Yeah, it's uh, strange. Ahmad, do you have any take? Yeah, definitely, man. You know, the linebacker room is definitely mid. Um, we, we haven't getting, been getting the, the production that we thought we would be getting out of there. Um, so, you know, giving somebody like that a raise is, is kind of kind of weird and unorthodox. But um, nonetheless, uh, I don't think Dan like change. So, I mean, that, that's a that's a, a great conversation topic. I want to talk about that here in a second. I'm that you bring that up. Um, I, I don't I, you haven't seen much of your your Tyron Hoppers, uh, your Derek Wingo. Uh, type of folks since you know he recruited those guys and those are your high four-star type of guys people that you know everybody kind of expected uh, and they can't even see the field so I'm, I'm a little bit curious about that I'm a little bit curious about uh, why and why they've not been able to be developed and I know you know potentially with uh, with Derek Wingo not really having much of an offseason this year with with Nick Savage and everything else to maybe bulk up and be ready because uh, of COVID you'd have to think a guy like that should be able to make the field, if not Tyron Hopper. Uh, but like you said, Silk, you know, he's making a lot of 
uh, making a, you know, the only players that are playing are the guys that, you know, were recruited under McIlwain, your older guys. And even still, we, we saw a lot of question marks from Amari Bernie. We saw a lot of question marks of Ventral Miller, you know, even though he was probably the best of the group, James Houston transfers out, you know, and then there's a lot of, uh, as you guys say, a lot of mid behind that. So I don't really know. I don't, I definitely don't agree with the raise. Uh, I don't know, you know, if, you know, what's is his name? Travis Williams. Is that his name from Auburn? Yeah, Travis Williams is the. I think I, Auburn hasn't said they're retaining him or moving on, but the, the, the seems to be the the overall like move is that he's a free agent. Um, if he is, I, I think that's a guy that we should go after. Um, I, I do not, know that there was. I know that I know that his agent reached out to Florida. I do know that for a fact. Uh, when it was Christian Robinson, um, you know, when the word was that he was leaving. So I do know that he has at least expressed interest in Florida. Now, what does that mean? I don't know, uh, but I do know that he did reach out to Florida. Yeah, I, I think you go out to a different guy. I don't see why I like the, a reason to upgrade his pay and keep him. It's just not warranted when you get raises at jobs. It's usually for a good track worker and production. Productivity. Yeah. 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 Now we're just paying guys just because somebody else want them. No. You have them. If that's the case, right. that's, le- that's leverage every year. Right. Yeah, especially with an agent, right? Because all you have to do is say, hey, this school's interested in you, right? Throw something out there to Football Scoop, throw something out there to, you know, Bruce Feldman, something like that. Then all of a sudden your name's in the, uh, in the, in the paper. Sometimes it works. You know, it doesn't always work. You know, Dan Mullen's flirtation with the NFL, uh, you know, probably didn't yield him a raise. But, you know, outside of that, Christian Robinson, some of these other guys, you know, it makes sense. So, I don't know. I, I think that Florida could upgrade. Um, I like Christian Robinson as a guy. Um, I think that he's a fine recruiter. Uh, as a coach, there still leaves a lot to be desired. If he is back, I do want to see some improvement out of that room uh, because I definitely don't think he's a guy that has done enough to uh, earn himself a raise. Um, I don't even think he's earned himself a uh, an extension yet either. Yeah, I agree. I just haven't seen enough productivity and development out of that room to be giving out raises. That's all. But it's not my it's not my uh, checkbook. It's not. It's not our cash. Yeah, it's yeah, not our cash. Up, come out I'm just yeah. I'm questioning why. Yeah, Touchdown, Saints. I'm uh, yeah. I hate to be the yeah. bearer of bad news, bro. That's a nice yeah, catch. The, the, the coin went down. And everything went to shifting. Forty three ain't even supposed to be out there, and I already knew Drew Brees gonna go right out. Speaking of which, did you see uh, Jalen Ramsey throwing a fit when uh, he was uh, a touchdown was caught off him yesterday? Yeah, he was a little yeah. temper tantrum like a little two year old. It was very, 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 very funny to watch. He yelled at uh, everybody else because he didn't do what he was supposed to do. So, yeah, <laughs> it's always everybody else's fault. Uh, in other coaching news, uh, former safeties coach uh, Ron English was just announced to be uh, heading to Purdue to join their staff. I think that he'll do just fine there. Uh, he's a former Eastern Michigan and Big Ten guy. I think that he'll do fine over there. Uh, and then uh, Torian Gray was announced that he's going to be joining the South Carolina staff as a defensive backs coach. There were some rumors a few weeks ago, even before uh, before him leaving the staff officially, that he might be joining that staff. I think he played with Shane Beamer or at least coached with him before at Virginia Tech, so it makes perfect sense. So um, both former uh, State Miguel alumni. So best of luck to both of them. Yeah, we're good to see both of those guys got jobs. Um, yeah, as quickly as they did. Yeah, I mean they're they're they got track records and resumes. Uh, I think Purdue's a good spot for English. Um, Tory and Gray will, will will do what he do. He's still in the SEC. He'll get other job opportunities and be able to um, step his game up as well. Uh, we still got to hire a coach. We 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 miss still missing the DB coach. 
Yep, we're missing at least one uh, coach, and depending on what Christian Robinson does, that will be your second. Uh, so I haven't heard any names thrown out there. We're going to talk about Urban Meyer and, and his hiring uh, in Duval County uh, on uh, the other day. So did you ever get a text back, by the way? No, nah, he never hit me back. Yeah, I'm no. uh, same. I, I fired off a tweet after a couple beers, uh, maybe two or three hours later, and so I haven't heard back. I'm sure. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna like my my tweet. I already sent my. I'm not tweet. My text. I already sent him. I'm gonna go like it. See if you like. <laughs> just as a quick reminder. Yeah. See if things slow down. <laughs> you should just emphasize it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah just emphasize it. The first few <laughs> days of getting a new job. You know what I'm saying? Phones rocking. I now things might be quieting down. I'm just gonna go like it. Like, hey, coach. Just as a reminder. I, I, I really meant that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, two names that were somewhat associated with Florida. I have former uh, graduate assistant, defensive end coach, defensive tackle coach, defensive coordinator, linebacker coach, whatever he would have been. Charlie Strong uh, is connected to that as, a, I believe, the linebackers coach, right? And then Chris Ash, the defensive coordinator from Texas, uh, looks like he's going to be going over there coaching, I believe, safeties. Uh, those are two rumored hires under Ahmad Black's former coach, Raheem Morris, uh, as potentially the defense coordinator. But we'll get we'll get an. You don't think it's over. weird that he hires his linebacker coach before his DC? I think the NFL is weird. I mean, Ahmad, you you know this. Um, uh, shit backwards, bro. They they all seem like it seems to me like watching the NFL and Ahmad. I'd be curious to know your thoughts too. Like they do everything as like individual, like when they hire a new offensive coordinator, they don't bring over like a staff of people with them. And they, you know, they usually retain people. It's just, there's a lot of weird, you know, like the Miami dolphins right now are looking for a new offensive coordinator, but I think everybody else has contracts through next year. So there's not like these weird buyout rules and everything else. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So weird. Uh, I don't want to get into my extra Urban Meyer bad, but I'm excited about that Urban Meyer hire as a Jag fan. Um, Urban Meyer, you know, he brings that winning tradition, that winning mojo. So we're going to see if he can bring He's never been unsuccessful at a stop. So we'll see what's up. Yeah, they were saying that Urban Meyer, I believe, has less losses in his career than the Jaguars have over the last like three or four seasons combined. So. To bring some excitement over to uh, to Duval County, and if you're in Duval County, know that I don't dislike you. These jokes just have to fly sometimes. But yeah, they, they flew. You just gotta take them back, Dan. That's all. Oh, I'm not taking them back. No, all the nah, I have some people in my dens like why Dan blocking me? He blocking me from Stadium Miguel and all. He's ducking the fade. Nah, Dan. Uh, Dan, <laughs> Dan ducking. <laughs> The only I people lie. I ever block are people that. Um, nah, man, you can't you can't dish it out. And no, no, no. When people take it personal, when people take it personal, I'm just saying something about your city, not saying anything about you know you as a person. You know, gotta I mean? stand in the paint, man. That's what you. Oh, I, oh, I stand, don't worry, I stand in the paint. I kindly hit that mute button and keep but my life moving. You know? uh, this is based by city is personal. It's like saying something about their mama at that point. Then I'm be honest with you. Yeah, you guys have said some slander <laughs> about Coral Springs before. So, <laughs> all right, let's get back on a uh, on track. Let's let's give a quick ad read. We uh, we haven't done one of those in a little while. Uh, let's give uh, Roof Soldier a shout out. Uh, love those guys over there. One eight seven seven Roofs FL Roofsoldier This is a great time 
uh, it's, it's almost tax refund time. So this is a good time to use some of that tax refund money and do a capital improvement to your home. So 817-ROOFSFL-ROOFSOLDIER.COM. Tell them State of Miguel sent you. Get a couple hundred dollars at least off of your roof uh, when you enter into a contract with them. Again, at Roof Soldier, give them a buzz, commercial or residential, all throughout this beautiful state. Uh, today, Sunday, Stuart Reese announced that he was going to be returning to his sixth season of college football, uh, former, uh, or pardon me, played offensive guard this past season at the University of Florida, previously with Mississippi State, uh, the brother of David Reese, uh, who played for the University of Florida as well. Um, you know, he was my preseason MVP. You get another shout out to Dan. What do you think? I just got, I'm going to stay in the paint. <laughs> just like my Duval takes, I'll stand in the paint. Stand in the paint, Dan. So, so year six, you, you think he you gonna figure it out? I think he. Well, it's weird because I think he figured it out in seasons like two and three. Yeah, I'm season, saying I'm saying it takes five, six years like, to figure it out. I don't know what happened last season though. I mean, I think, I think he's, he came over. I think he's better in, in in run game than pass pro, and I think that's what happened. Maybe we threw the ball more. Yeah, than he than he used to. Yeah, I mean, yeah, do that Mississippi State. Yeah, I think he's a great run block. Well, I think he's a good run blocker. I think yeah, he, don't go, don't get too yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. well, this is what this is what I do like. I do know that that offensive line is replacing what three folks at least uh, as starters. So you have Stone, Haggy. So you have two, and then potentially Delance. Right. So um, I want to see Delance replaced regardless, but that's. That's just a, a different take for a different time. So I think that he brings some seniority, uh, but also on the flip side, he was pulled from a couple games, right? He was pulled from that LSU game. He was pulled against Alabama. And he was pulled in another game too for Josh Braun. So I don't want this to you know limit Josh Braun's development because I think that Josh Braun has a better future career at Florida than Stuart Reese does. Yeah, that's my overall thing for anybody that's coming back for these fifth and six years. Uh, and just because we all want a youth movement and want to see some development. So I don't want to see year six Reese whiffing on, on anything. I'd rather see the Bron and those guys starting to get better and we see in the future than uh, guys like Reese. You know what I'm saying? I, I hope he figures it out and I hope everything works his, itself out. If he's good enough to start, who knows, man? But I think the fan base. You know, I think this show, I think anybody that's around the program that that's interested in Florida football, love Florida football, want to see youth. We want to see the guys like Josh Brun get better. Um, and, and all those guys, garage, get to their right positions. All mm-hmm. these guys get better and live up to their potential. We've seen we've seen Reese. We've seen who's else, who else coming back for six years? Steiner coming back? Oh, God, I hope not. Um, I don't know if that's been Man, announced yet. He better go on. Well, yeah, I, th- I just think that there's some people like, that on, a, a change of scenery is good. Um, I, I don't, you know, Silk, you said, it. I mean, the run game <laughs> couldn't establish it, that, you know, well. Going on, but um, I, I think that he's a fine run blocker. I don't know what we're going to do next season. Obviously, Emory Jones, you know, or um, uh, Anthony Richardson is going to play more. They're going to run more. Um, you know, that's going to probably open up some more opportunity to run. Um 
you know, maybe get more out of Stuart Reese next year. But, you know, I want to see more Ethan White. I want to see more Josh Braun. I want to see some more of these other guys, you know, because I already know what I get in Stuart Reese. I already know what I get in Gene Delance. But I already do, know what I get. Do, but do you want to see 13? That's the question. Yeah, I better keep number 13 off my field. Yeah, I don't want number 13 on my field either. So do y'all think he come back for the sixth year? I think he will go somewhere for a sixth year because he better bet he be getting a degree in something other than sports. Get your MBA paid for it or, or whatever, your master's in whatever he wants to get his master's in. It's Slayton coming back. Do we know that yet? I don't think that that's been announced one way or another. I know that um, – who was it that just announced that they were coming back? Was it – Is Stewart coming back? Brad Stewart? I don't, I don't think so. Where is he going? I have no idea. There's a lot of question no, you, marks. You asked you ask good questions a, because guess what? I'm we, don't know if they come, we don't know if they're coming back or not, but also it ain't really too many places they could go. So <laughs> right. it, it, we're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place right now, to be to be for real. Well, and I think a lot of these guys are too, right? I mean, that's it's a beat a dead horse, but we've talked about how many kids are going to be in the transfer portal this year. Right? I mean, you know, what is a guy like – you know, Brad I mean, Stewart I mean, but, do. But, but, I mean, who who, the- who, who takes him? And then we get into that conversation. Mom, remember we had it a couple weeks ago, like, you know, it's probably better to get a master's degree from UF than it is to get one from, I'm not disparaging any school, but so I'm not going to like name a specific school, but like from a directional school where you get that like one extra year to play. But I also never played college football. So I don't know, you know, what that like fervor is to play, you know? Yeah. I, I- I mean, I I was just want to know the mindset of some of these guys. Like, when they come back for their sixth year, do they really like tell their family like, "Hey, I'm coming back for my sixth year. I'm I'm going to the league." Like, or like what they, what they pillow talk and say to these girls like, "Hey, you know, I'm going to the league after this year." Like, nah, yeah. it's your sixth year, bro. I hope you're going to the league after your sixth year. You're way older than everybody. And like, I mean, he's a veteran. At, he's a veteran that uh, like the the freshmen's arriving to campus. He was vet at that that by now. See, in yeah. year six, nobody's yeah. executing better than him. With no, the he know everything, campus. bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Know, like literally, bro. He know he know when class is about to start. He know everything, bro. Like, he knows that front row bus schedule like the back. Yeah, bro. Yeah. He's a certified <laughs> student advisor and all. He giving everybody the lowdown. He he didn't want to get a tourist to the to the. Yeah. <laughs> he does the Texas mailbox. He gets his AARP. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on. <laughs> He's 24 years old, hanging out with a 17 year old. A wild time. No, but I mean, it, it begs the question, right? What what do you do? What are you going to do in your sixth year to earn that additional, you know, opportunity? Um, I can understand if you were injured, maybe a year, or you sat behind a generational player for you know three years, but a sixth year, man, that's a, that's a long time, a very long time. And I'll be honest with you, there's some guys that I want to see that are right behind these sixth year guys, uh, but we all know Dan Mullen. We all know that that sixth year guy is going to, you know. When when players start staying in school longer than Andre DeBose, we got a problem. (laughs) (laughs) DeBose is there for like a decade, feel like. (laughs) Oh, man. So uh, with that being said, Florida did add a couple folks from the transfer portal. Uh, Florida's kicker announced that he was going to go to the draft. Evan McPherson, sorry, Evan McPherson, pardon me. So Jace – Chrisman from Mississippi State, who was recruited to Mississippi State by uh, Dan Mullen, uh, has decided that he is going to transfer uh, to Florida. He was Mississippi State's starting kicker from 2017 through 2019. 
he did not kick last year. Um, it's my understanding that he lost his job uh, at Mississippi State last year. Uh, they brought in a kicker. Uh, Mississippi State did under new head coach Mike Leach. Uh, so Jace Christman did not get much of a place uh, and much of a chance to uh, to kick this season. In his career, is 32 of 40. Uh, his career long is 51 yards. He's made 127 career extra points. Uh, and he's one of only two Mississippi State kickers to make at least 100 career point after touchdowns for the Bulldogs. So Jace Christman will be joining for his final season, reuniting with former coach Dan Mullen. Any thought, any kicker thoughts, or do we need to get Delatore on? Uh, got I mean, we got a, it's a solid kicker. Nothing too yep. special, nothing too crazy. I don't know if does it count towards a counter. Do you know? It sure, it sure does. It does. Uh, mm-hmm. A little weird. Um, but we'll take a one year counter. We need a kicker. We never had a kicking problem since Dan's been here. He addressed it when a guy surprisingly left early. Uh, Matt, that count as a counter. Don't, don't they got some weird rules that might happen this year though, as far as accounting? I, I don't know if they've announced them. There is some weird rules just overall. I know a lot of these players don't have to decide what they're doing uh, for next season until I believe it's March 1st. So they have, I think, four or five weeks longer than they than they normally have. I don't know if they've announced what they're doing with counters. Uh, this is my question too, right? It's very expensive, right? Because you're bringing in a full class of people and you're also saying, hey, last year didn't count towards eligibility. So, you know, what if you have these kids with a hundred and, you know, five scholarship athletes, that's a ton of money, especially in a year where um, I would imagine donations were down, revenues were down overall for colleges and universities and athletic departments. So I'd be very interested to see if, if some of these schools start to tell some of these kids to start hitting the road here uh, without a place to go. I think we're going to see the, the ugly side of uh, college sports uh, rear its head here in the next couple of months. Yeah, man, these, these, these kids got to understand. You know, these guys that's not in college, every single year you sign your contract. It's not you sign it one time as, as a freshman and then you're there for four years. Every single year is, is an individual year that you have to sign a contract. Yep. Yeah, so well, we, Dan, that's 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 the misconception that people need to know when they're saying these yeah, kids for sure. four, four years of education. That's what they get in return when when the four years is not guaranteed. So that's that's a big mis- misconception by the fans as well that think these kids is guaranteed four years of education. Right. Yep. And and you also have to, you know, make sure that you also understand that not everybody that goes to play college football uh, is there for the educational piece of it either. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what what does happen uh, in other transfer news. Daquan Newkirk, defensive tackle from Auburn, uh, has announced that he's going to transfer to Florida, uh, joining Antonio Sheldon from Penn State, who announced last week that he was going to be joining the uh, the team. Silk, I know that you had some takes. Um, I saw them on the timeline when I was in Nashville. I don't know much about uh, Newkirk, so tell me a little bit about what you like in him. Uh, if he's healthy, he's a guy that's going to come in and play right away. We got Shelton last week as a defensive tackle transfer from Penn State. Now we get another guy that caused some disruption uh, for Auburn up front. So just two guys to get to help uh, kind of wing Gravon and the younger guys over to, you know what I'm saying, um, bridge that gap in, in in those years. So stop gap guys. Guys come in one year. And if he's healthy, he's going to be a good plug-in guy, a rotational guy. Um, we'll see what Slayton does. But we got Slayton, Shelton, and this guy. I think we're very solid up the middle. middle. Yeah, and Gervon Dexter too. Right. And just solid. Because right. we do we do need defensive tackles that's gonna play on Sundays and, and, and that are early draft picks, right? That's what we're used to, and that's when you're playing at a higher level of defense when you got somebody at the, at the point of attack right there, no offense, nose tackle that's 
talent, talented enough to go in the first one and three rounds. And so did the guy from uh, Armwood make it to campus? Did we get, did we get a tackle from Armwood? Oh, oh yeah, he'll, he'll Watson, Watson, yeah. Watson, yeah, yeah. Watson. He'll, he'll be Watson. here in the offseason. He's gonna be an okay. animal, but okay. he, he won't be ready to play year one. He got a lot of bad weight. You think? Okay, off. okay, okay. Yeah, say less. I got you. Yeah, he's got he's got some time. I think that he's gonna be a disruptive player. I think that these are are two good ways to shore up, probably shore that up a bit. Florida hasn't recruited defensive tackle very well, both in uh, both in numbers and in, and in quality uh, quantity. So I, I don't I don't know. I, I I'm excited about him. I know that he was playing off some injury. I know that he led the uh, Auburn Tigers in uh, sacks from the defensive or pardon me in tackles from the defensive tackle position last year. So I am interested to see how he comes in and plays. That was a, a big touchdown for you, Ahmad. Uh, so I'm interested to see how he comes in and plays, uh, but definitely additional depth can't hurt uh, on that end of things. Yeah, I like, the, side, I, I like the defensive tackle. I like the defensive tackle um, where we set up for next year, but we need to do better as far as recruiting. We need higher-end talent at that position. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's one thing that, that a lot of people take for granted, man, is it's really important that you control the line of scrimmage in the trenches. It starts right there. Yeah, it starts right, right there. there. If, if you if you can control that, man, everything else else will open up. You got to understand that you got a decent running game. That's what we talked about last year. A decent one. We, our passing game was so good, people knew we were passing and couldn't stop it. Right, that, that doesn't just, happen just, all the time. We, we were just too weak right down the middle. We was yeah, deep it, tackle, it, it, linebacker, it, it, safety. We were weak at. And once you just once the team, weak down the yeah, once like the team that. started running the ball. And so for, for the offense or, or defense, vice versa, they start running the ball on you, man, that's, that's going to open up play action. And you're bound to get beat deep. So, you know, that can be very effective um, for the offense and, and, you know, detrimental for the defense. Absolutely. Well, let's give a shout out to our friend Carlton Black with Envoy Mortgage, who's licensed in the states of Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, and Virginia. So if you're looking for a new mortgage uh, or if you're looking to refinance, Give him a call. Uh, conventional loans, FHA loans, VA loans, fixed rate loans, adjustable rate mortgages, jumbo loans, etc. 404-769-5501. Again, 404-769-5501. Cblack at envoymortgage.com. So if we touch a little bit about it, let's talk a little bit about Urban going to the NFL. He is going to be coaching the Jacksonville Jaguars. Your thoughts um, on him as a head coach, him as an NFL coach, and obviously Ahmad, um, you played under Urban Myers, so be curious to know your thoughts uh, as well on how his coaching style and everything else might translate to the NFL. Yeah, I love the hire. Um, I don't think Urban – well, we all know Urban's not an X and O guy. He's not a play caller, but he's a great hire. He like he hires very well. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to see how the staff plays out what he takes to the next level and how he does, but I expect a, a successful, a, a successful go at it. You know, I think he's going to have a, a, a urban on two situations where he, he, he he's going to be set up to, to fail. I think he got a lot of cap. I don't think I know he got a lot of cap space. He's going to get Trevor Lawrence in the draft. And I think he's going to bring winning culture and hire, hire a good staff, man. I'm excited to see football in Jacksonville, man. I haven't been excited about Jacksonville football in a long time. Right now, I'm ready to maybe even start covering it a little bit. <laughs> you get you the, uh, a big Jags podcast joining the other uh, big three roll up network, right? And I just vibe, just vibe on with Aaron and chill takes, man. But um, that's gonna be a normal hangout for me now. Go get, go get my Jag takes off over there. 
But I'm excited about this, man. Hey, no, don't, don't be lying too much now. I'm ready to lie. I'm already lying. I'm already You're already lying? lying? Okay. Yeah. We're in the playoffs. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we have, we have the brightest future of any Florida. As we watch ourselves in the division of playoffs. Oh, right. my God. Hey, man, I'm just letting you know the future, man. This guy's like 106 quarterback for you guys, man. The Miami Dolphins are the brightest future of any team in the college. You don't even watch a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. We, we got the number three pick and the number 16 pick or 18 yeah, pick. And you might want Watson. Hey, we uh, might train him to get – if we get Watson, Super Bowl. You see what I'm saying? You'll get the, 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 the second Bowl. best Clemson quarterback. I'm going to have the first. All right. Well, when uh, when Urban Meyer drafts Justin Fields – So, 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 so who are you going, who are you going <laughs> to throw it to, himself? Bro, we got the most cap space in the NFL. We're gonna throw, he going to throw this ball to somebody. I promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I almost got some Jacksonville takes off, but I ain't going to do all that. Don't do it, Amon. Don't do it, Amon. Don't do it, Amon. You're trying to bait me, bro, because I'm about to say, boy, I don't know, boy. You talking about all this space. Yeah, uh, All I got to do is, is send my my, 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 my Davari signal. Now they got the bat signal. Yeah. I, got a, I, got, I got a Vari signal. I retweet anything with Jacksonville slam. The Vari going to be in y'all mentions for sure, for sure. He does. I think, I think he's got it set up uh, as a uh, as a, uh, a, a an alert on Twitter. Anytime <laughs> somebody that he follows mentions 904, <laughs> yeah. Jacksonville, Jacks, yeah. Jaguars, whatever it is, he probably has a whole slew of like 17 hey. words, but he's there. Hey, Lamar, another thing I'm going to do, if you keep talking crazy about Herb, I'm just going to screen record and then that's what I'm going to text him next. Like, listen to Lamar, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh like, man, Aaron need to set me up with something, man. He, he got stamp line there. I could, I know I could do something, man. Like show, show people around the stadium or something on, on Sundays. I could do something. Just hire me. <laughs> I'm trying to get hired too. Yeah, yeah. man. See, I, I can get stadium tours or something up there to yeah. the, in the boxes or something, man. You just let All me right. know what you need. If, if Aaron flew you out to have him flew me out, too. he got to flew me out quick. I ain't want to say nothing. Y'all boys talking about text. Y'all text the man for real, and that man text me back. Yeah, so we, I'm, I'm waiting on the text back. I ain't want to hey, say all nothing. Th- all three of us are waiting on text back. <laughs> and so I, I was it. over here. I was over here like, damn, these boys must know something. They must be on to me because I definitely text me and text me back, bro. I so thought y'all Amad, was trying to hit me Amad up. Amad did himself <laughs> an all American under Urban Meyer can't even get a text back. He's forgotten the little people, Ahmad. Oh, you man. Go. You see how I go? Oh, that's I crazy, see how it goes. I see how it goes. Uh, Ahmad, you you obviously played under Urban Meyer. Talk to us a little bit about his, like, philosophies as a coach. Do you think that that's going to translate in the NFL? I mean, we know that he's a master uh, motivator. We know that he's master at – I don't want to call them games, but but kind of say the, playing the psychological side of things. Uh, do you think that his coaching style uh, transfers, or, or do you think he's going to have to change a few things up uh, when he gets to the NFL? Um, he definitely has to change up a few things, but I think the coaching uh, style transfers. Um, I'm sorry, I was looking at the TV, Dan. Um, but his, 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 uh, his play style transfers, uh, I, I think what he brings to the table is um, getting his guys to want to, to wanna play ball and um, get them motivated to, to actually want to go out there and play. And that's going to be something new that in Jacksonville, um, you know, that – they're going to incorporate out there. You know, he's going to be expecting these guys to to, to show up to practice, um, come play on Sundays, man, and 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 be excited to be out there. None of the bullshit about you know being Hollywood and I'm getting this much money, that much money. Um, you know, if you're out there to play, then he's going to expect you to be out there and play. Hey, man, we about to go win a Super Bowl soon, Lamar. You just sit tight. All right, yeah, well, all right. You gonna beat Mahomes then? 
Yeah, we've been beat up, bro. I'm about to have the best quarterback in the NFL. I'm about to have the best quarterback in the NFL. That's a wild take, Silk. He hasn't That's even gotten to the full combine, and he's the best I quarterback. I don't care, Daniel. <laughs> I got the best quarterback in the NFL. Name Who came in with more hype than this guy? Like, Name the last quarterback that's going to come in with more hype than Trevor Lawrence. Um, and then a coach to match it. Probably Andrew Luck. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, can you? I can't think of anybody else. Yeah, that's, been, that's, that's about that's about the long. That's been a long time, man. I mean, you guys can hope that he's as good as Andrew Luck, right? I know, I know, I got a mad scientist behind him, man. You All know I know saying? is you guys have set some some very unreasonable expectations, and I'm here for it. No, you did with Brady, thinking you're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. My no, expectations. No, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Oh my bad. I'm, Look, I'm I will just what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Oh, think we're gonna win the Super Bowl? We 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 in the divisional right now, battling it out. And y'all uh, still doubting us? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about I'm it. Not, I'm there's saying. somebody on the Bucks that has the number 35 that just made a play. I didn't ever think I would see a player in the NFL with 35 make a play. His name Dean too. Last name. Oh, hold yeah. it. We can't oh. get holding out the ref. Speaking of speaking Come of that, on, we get, Lee, ref. We we did, you just blew somebody's speakers out in their car. Uh, <laughs> we we did not announce that uh, that Trey Dean has announced that he's going to come back uh, for another season uh, to play. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited him. about him coming back. I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna be too. He got, got better this year. I think he was our most improved player last year. Besides, uh, on defense. I'm sorry, on the defense side of the ball. I got a question though. It's uh, amazing what happens when you play your natural position. I'm telling you. Um, I got a question for you guys, though, and it's not a shot at anybody or whatnot, but like what year or like when like did these dudes start saying like, hey, let me write me a, a letter just to let everybody know that I'm not going to the NFL instead of just staying. Bro, that's wild, right? Like, I, I so so I think about how Urban ran our team and, and see the, some of the things that go on nowadays and just I can understand why he don't want to be in that type of atmosphere. Like, it's it's crazy. Nah, he want to be. He just like it's, it's not. Yeah, it's not easy for him to coach in college these days, right? Yeah, now. It's, it's it's too much shenanigans. You know what I'm saying? He, he, I don't know, bro. Everyone, everyone. I think it's time, it's time for him to take it to that next level and go pro. Yeah, not have to deal with the shenanigans he, of, yeah, of breaking he, rules. He, he got to be yeah. tired of going to people living room line, bro. I know he. <laughs> this man got to be tired of it, bro. Like, yeah, listen, this is the clip of my center right here. I got a question for you, Silk. He's going to text me back about Who's Urban Meyer going to tell what free agent he's the next Percy Harden? I don't think he has to tell him that. He just got to give him a whole lot of money. All right. My next question, though, who do you – what offense do you think he going to run his normal offense that he that he ran in college? Or who are you going to bring I don't in think he has a, I don't think he has an offense. I, think I don't think so. Like, I think he's just bringing the OC and just – Go from there. It's gonna it's gonna be spread concept because that's his basic of who he is. So it's gonna be spread shit. He's gonna bring that college format of shit to the NFL. Like I mean, a lot of the teams, Mahomes and all them guys are running spread concepts anyway. So I think he's gonna bring a lot of that. I think his attention to detail, the way he runs the organization from top to bottom, he's the he's the CEO, he's the king of that stuff, man. Um so I think he's gonna do what he gotta do. He's gonna be a CEO. He's gonna bring that attitude to the front office. The front office is gonna have winning ways and understand mm-hmm. how to run a winning organization from top to bottom. That's what he's gonna bring, man. I do know that he announced that Ryan Stamper, former linebacker for the Florida Gators, that was his director, I believe, of player personnel with Ohio State, is gonna be joining the Jacksonville uh, roster as well. So a couple familiar names. 
Uh, I know there's some discussion out there of, of a lot of free agents that Urban Meyer uh, might go after that are former Florida uh, or uh, Ohio State guys that, that might be joining uh, him over there. I'd be interested to see what how he rounds out this staff. I think that that's probably the thing that I'm looking forward to most uh, because he goes back to, to two you know names that he worked very closely with in Charlie Strong and Chris Ash. Obviously, you throw a guy like Raheem Morris in there. I think that there's some – old connection there through some old, you know, relationships and everything else, but how he builds out this staff, you know, and how does he do it differently, you know, than maybe a Steve Spurrier or Nick Saban or, you know, whoever, how did, how does he build it, uh, you know, in that transition? Cause you know, Jacksonville's a, is a good opportunity. Who'd you guys hire as your GM? Did you guys do that already? You're asking the tough questions. Yeah. Sorry. I, just I, I, I thought I was asking us. a fan, but no, yeah, I just got back in the fold because we just got urban. So oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. The, I, <laughs> the I, I, from here on out, you know. Hey, I run that by VAR and I'll let you know what the deal is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's give a shout out to uh, Lee Friedland of the law firm of Friedland and Associates. He's gonna handle your auto accidents, medical malpractice, nursing home cases, criminal matters, and personal injury cases within every jurisdiction in the state of Florida. Give him a call, 1-800-95-INJURED, or visit him at yourfighthourbattle.com. Again, 1-800-95-INJURED, yourfighthourbattle.com. Gymnastics won again. This is a mod segment. I try to. I try to tell y'all we the champ. Man, we're gonna be the champ. I'm telling you. No, you, you gotta get your takes off. You've been saying you want a gymnastics segment. Here you go. What you got? Here's we, a mod gymnastics we, 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 segment. We, we just gonna lie. We gonna lie and say <laughs> we gonna go to the, to the ship. You know, we lie about basketball every year. Oh, we're gonna get to basketball here. Yeah, all right. We, 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 we lie about that. Yeah, you're right. You said we don't lie about basketball. But I lie about basketball every year. I feel like I can really somewhat lie about gymnastics. Well, there's no, there's no, well, there's no real lie, lie about they're, they're, gymnastics. They're not, they're number one in the country. They just yeah. beat number seven, Georgia, 197.25 to 196.075. We yeah. beat them again. So, Trinity Thomas was, I think, one, was your, one of your top uh, gymnastics performers. Shout out to all the flips. Yeah, I'm here for it. I'm here for the bar routines. Let's see. Basketball, I think, split this week. Hmm. Eric, really what, what is Eric, Eric doing? Man. Yeah, what is Eric doing? We, we He's probably building a snowman right now, but we we, we split games. We lost one, no Dad. I don't understand. So we lost to we 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 come back against Mississippi, Ole Miss. We win seventy two to sixty three. They were down big, and they came back. I think they ended the game on a fourteen and zero run. And then they try to come back against Mississippi State and lose seventy-two to sixty-nine. I just I don't it's think not, I, I didn't watch the game, but it's not not only not fun in the games that I've watched. Like it's just it, it's it's tiring, right? I mean, Ford recruits well enough. They got the um, you know the transfer from Michigan, who's doing pretty well this year. But like, no matter what it is, there's always an excuse to why this team can't. Oh no! Right now, out. now it's because they got three players out. And heard today because they were young. So I mean, they've been young for 10 years. I don't try to. I, try to. I, so the I know that they're missing first, their best player, but no. still, like, like first time on, I man. got fired, the first time I got fired from a job, I remember um, me telling my boss at the time, like, yo, man, Christmas is like two weeks. It's not a good time to fire me. He said, it's never going to be a good time to fire you. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to be. It's never a good time. Like, what you want me to do? Like, like yeah, we need bro. to fire Mike White. Like we keep making excuses for him. Like every year, 
on why he should, oh, this excuse, this player's hurt, or he didn't have a big, or he need to get his guys in. Bro, he's not a good coach. Get him out of here. We need a better product. Florida State shouldn't have a better basketball program. They don't have any hardware in a trophy case. Yeah, that's a that's a wild thing. So I'm, I'm reading about it right now. 52 of Mississippi State's points came within the paint. How do you let them? They had one single three-point shot made the entire game. How so on earth? The offense of, of ruts, the stretches of games where they just like just playing just bad basketball is hard to watch. I can't watch this. I don't know how people pull up on pull this up on their TV and watch it every week. I can't do it. Yeah, it hasn't been fun. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think um I think I'm on that train. I think, you know, Mike White was a guy that I understand the the hire a few years ago. He was an up and comer. He was one of those guys that everybody's like, This is your next great coach. But I don't I don't think he's lived up to his role uh, as the uh the head basketball coach at a school that does have a one lot of success. One day we're gonna have a real conversation about the guy that made all these hires. Yep. That's that yep. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, we could. I mean, you guys can. We we have some time. Not today. I'm a little sauced up. I don't want to do that today. Or the the ones who keep them around. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, that's that's another thing, right? It's it's easy for us to criticize Jeremy Foley and all of his hires and everything else, but it's not like Scott Strickland's done anything about Mike White. Literally nothing. Right? I mean, the only thing he's done is slide into Ahmad's mentions. Oh, yo. Slow down there, Daniel. Oh, I'm, just, I'm, just let, I'm just letting you know. Um, so at the end of the day, I, I think that Mike White has lived and had an opportunity to yeah. be the head coach at the University of Florida. It's not working out, and it's time to move on. There's yeah. a number of coaches that want to coach at the University of Florida, and there is a Gator standard that's not being applied right now to the men's head basketball coach and the University of Florida defense Oh, Leonard Taylor. Who's that? Oh, it was Ronald Jones. Uh, it's a flag down. Don't worry about it, Ronald Jones. You just got cardio. <laughs> nah, bro. Holding on um, worse. Yeah, he just got cardio. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm with you. I'm with you, um, Dan. It's time to move on. If you're not getting better, you're getting worse. There's no such thing. Like It's just yeah, like treading water. Can't stay the same, man. And this program isn't getting better. And, and Billy Donovan left this thing in great shape. I always forget that he's the uh, – I was watching uh, basketball the other day uh, at a bar in Nashville, and the Chicago Bulls were playing. I've completely forgot that that's where, uh, where Billy D is these days. Yeah. Shout, uh, shout out to when basketball used to be fun at the University of Florida. All right, let's we're give uh, Greg – go ahead. We're going to make it great again. We've, you can only say that for about three more days, and then we're going to retire that slogan forever. Yep, yep, it's out of here. Yeah, and when you're listening to that, that will be tomorrow at noon. That, that that slogan will forever be retired. I ain't going to get into that bag. But one time for my man Greg Brunnett, Brunnett Insurance and Financial <laughs> Services. Anything you need insured from the panhandle to the keys, my man Greg got you. Give him a call at 954-589-2204. If you need your home insured, your life insured, your car or motorcycle. If you have a trailer or a trailer that you live in or a trailer that hauls things, whatever you need. <laughs> My man Greg can insure it. 954-589-2204. The best of the best in customer service. And also big coverage. Yeah, shout out to uh, to Greg. When I got my new car a couple of weeks ago, he um like I called his office and everything was done in like three and a half minutes. It was great. Uh truly 
um, homeowner's insurance through him. I have uh, some renter's insurance through him for, for another piece. Um, I've got car insurance through him. I'll pass his name on to just about everybody. He's one of about six phone numbers that I have memorized. So Greg, if I ever go to the hospital, I don't have my phone. You may get a call from me trying to chase down my parents or somebody else. So, did we talk about the uh, defensive back? Uh, do you, do you know any candidates for the uh, defensive back position? I know the coach at Dallas was a guy that that was brought up. We've been we've been mingling in the DMs a little bit. Yeah, we've been mingling a, a little bit uh, in the DMs here. Let me uh, let me pull that up uh, just so we can have a quick conversation about him. So uh, that is, uh, let me just pull his name up. Uh, real quick. Sorry about that. Uh, so there's defense backs coach from the Dallas Cowboys that previously coached with uh, Dan Mullen uh, at Mississippi state. And he is not being retained uh, this, uh, this season. So, um, Oh gosh, what is this? Mar- Maurice Lindquist. So Maurice Lindquist is the guy that, that Florida uh, has apparently had some interest in, I know that he was considered a very good recruiter uh, when he was at Texas A&M, uh, previously a Texas A&M uh, football player as well, coached cornerbacks there before heading up to uh, the Dallas Cowboys. I'm sorry, he played at Baylor. That's my apologies. But I know that he coached at uh, Texas A&M for a bit, coached at uh, Minnesota, uh, and then again coached safeties at Mississippi State. So that is a name that, that we've been uh, hearing as well. So some of the names that we've been hearing, Travis Williams, linebackers, former Auburn guy, Maurice Lindquist, uh, Dallas Cowboys defensive backs coach uh, that Florida will be potentially you know looking at as well. Uh, but those are the names that I'm hearing now. Like you said, or like we said earlier, Charlie Strong was a name that was thrown around, and Chris Ash was definitely a name that I know that Florida had talked to. You know, but it always seems like he was waiting to see what Urban Meyer was going to do. So those are definitely the two names that I've you know somewhat heard. Uh, but Silk, what are your thoughts on Maurice Lindquist? I know we talked a little bit about him. I uh, just looking at his track record of, of his recruiting. Um, he's an NFL guy. I know that's something Dan wants. A uh, guy that come in also be like Cole DC. I think it would be a perfect hire. Um, considering what we have, I mean, we're putting band aids on a broken leg at this point. Um, but we got to hire somebody. I think the, the, if we if him and McGriff is the room of the DB coaches, I think we upgrade it in the grand scheme of things. Yes, I think that Maurice Lindquist is an upgrade. I think that if Christian Robinson goes to Michigan, I think Travis Williams, McGriff, and Lindquist is a hell of an upgrade, especially from a recruiting standpoint. I think that all three of those guys are recruiters. I think all three of those guys that can really contribute uh, immediately, uh, but they're also tacticians, tacticians, and I think that they're just overall – just upgrades. Uh, you, you make a younger room. Uh, Lindquist is 36, 37, pardon me, years old. Young guy, recruited Texas really well. There's a lot of talent that comes out of there. You know, has coached some high-level ball at Iowa State, Mississippi State, Minnesota, Texas A&M, and the Dallas Cowboys. So the Dallas Cowboys and the NFL are interested in you, and there's only 32 of those jobs in college football – or, pardon me, in the NFL. Uh, you, you've got to be a, a good coach. So uh, I would very much welcome Maurice Lindquist to this – uh, team. Now my DMs was rocking a lot this week with uh, people asking me what's the ability of uh, Billy Gonzalez possibly being poached by Urban. You hearing any smoke on that? No, I'm not. And I would imagine that we'll see when the offensive coordinator gets announced for the Jaguars. But no, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know how close. You have to remember. I mean, Billy Gonzalez left Florida with a post-it note, right? Um, 
Dan Mullen and Billy Gonzalez have been a lot closer tied in recently than uh, than Urban Meyer and Billy Gonzalez have. Now they certainly could have rectified their relationship and everything could be hunky dory over there, but I, I, I don't see him. I don't see him leaving. I, I think that if, would be. If, if, I think if, that would be a loss if he did. A big loss. If, if, if Urban Call, he's going. Like all yeah, that sounds great, but if Urban calls and he's going, he got a recruit. He's an older guy, yeah. but I, yeah, I haven't heard any smoke on that. I just, a lot of people been asking me. I haven't been on the message boards, rendezvous and whatnot, so I don't know what the smoke is. But I think the biggest I've problem that, that we have is that everybody just immediately assumes that if you coach under Urban Meyer, you're going to be considered, right? Um, so I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, Tom Herman might go to you know the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who knows, right? I wouldn't, so, I wouldn't mind that as an OC Herman under Urban. I don't think that you'd see him as an OC. I think you'd see him potentially as a position coach. I think that Urban's going to probably go with somebody that's been in the NFL as their coordinator. You think so? Okay. I think so. I think so. Just, I, just almost to give. I think he him. I think he goes somewhat spread. I think. I think we, offense coordinator comes out of left field and now not NFL. I think all his defensive staff will be like NFL guys, but. I think he's a little bit more explorative and and trying to change things. Like when they said the spread wouldn't work in the SEC, and he went and got none SEC guys. He didn't go with guys. He went with guys that he thought could run his system. So I think he's gonna try to go out the offensive mind. I wouldn't mind Tom Herman if he's the guy. To be honest with you, yeah, I think Tom Herman would be a good uh, good pick to uh, get. Um, you know, if he's a, if he's spot. dialed in and focused, I don't know what he was going on in Texas. I think he had a lot of distractions and a lot of. Chaos when he first got there was Zach, Zach Smith shenanigans. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. I also think that, that Texas job's a tough one, right? I mean, you know, you had some similar issues with Charlie Strong, you know, and the the fan base not being necessarily very supportive of him uh, and the work that he was doing. I think that Texas is a little bit of a toxic toxic job. Pardon me. I think that Sarkeesian might bring some stability there just because of his time at USC and Washington and having been a head coach before. Uh, but um, I don't. I would much rather see Tom Herman go to coach Jacksonville Jaguars and go be an analyst under Nick Saban, which is probably where he would go. Yeah. Nonsense. Nonsense. Uh, one other thing before we get to a manscaped read is we forgot to mention that um, Jeremiah Moon uh, has announced that he will be back next season uh, as well. I said, how do you feel about that? Same way I felt about the last six of the six years. It's like six years, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think we've seen. I think Moon gets yeah. injured every year. I mean, every single getting, year, bro. I, I think we've just seen what it is. I hope he is something different than what we've seen. But my opinion on it is, yeah, same as the other guy with six years, man. We we know what we're gonna get, and th- at that position he's at, we got able bodies that he don't need to be That's taking what I'm reps saying, from, bro. Like exactly, we got, we got dogs he don't need to be taking the reps from. So I don't know what's going to happen. With the seniority vibes we had in the past, I'm not excited to see any six-year guys coming back. Yeah, I don't think that there's one player that I'm super excited about that's coming back. I mean, I, I welcome the depth. I welcome, you know, them being able to pursue their education and continue to play college football. But I don't know if any of them make the room any significantly better that I don't otherwise see a, a kid that, you know, probably deserves an opportunity sitting behind him. Right? Man. Especially at Buck, that linebacker, that weird kind of spot that that Moon plays. You know, there's a lot of people that I want to see excel in that role. He's the last one I want to see. Yeah, For sure. I've kind of seen what I what I've seen out. With of all due respect, bro, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I mean that with all due respect, for sure. All, all my respect is always due. However, y'all want to say that, but like, we're gonna have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, but we're gonna have a conversation. We gotta, we gotta have a big boy conversation. That's right. Yeah, and since we have I'm a big boy yeah, conversation, I'm tired of saying that same shit every year. So. Yeah, since we having big board conversations, we watching the game. This is a, sun, a Sunday night. We watching a little NFL football, and uh, I mean, we, we had a conversation in the past about a, a player's dad in a mod and things getting heated on the timeline. Um, I had a conversation on the big three roll up about the dynamic between Florida Gator fans and and uh, the Wilson family. It's just been a little weird. And then today we're just watching the NFL game. Has nothing to do with Florida Gator football or or the player or the parent. And Chad throws out a tweet about just Gator Gator fans and and, and, and got it all riled up again today. And, yeah. and now we're just back to square one. I think we all had our opinions when him and the mob was going back and forth with things. But now you don't went from former players now to the fans. The common denominator is 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 them at this point, you know. And I, I'm a Wilson. Them my peoples, you know. What I'm saying I fuck I fucks with Chad. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's my guy. But I mean, just right is right and, and wrong is wrong. I think the way he's moving a little bit, he's enticing the fans, and he's like playing into the troll role a little bit and then crying victim. Yeah, you can't you, you gotta if you dish it, you gotta take it. And you can't can't be out here trying to troll and then somebody say something to you, he talking about see, you know, see, look, this is how they react. Like, nah, you're antagonizing people. So they're gonna they're gonna respond to you, you know what I'm saying? I think a lot of people had kind of like not forgot about it. You're never gonna forget about that, but kind of like let it go a little bit and die down, and he just re scratching the surface. Well, there's yeah. no reason either, right? And I mean, yeah, for no reason, bro. Going. Like literally, for yeah, no reason. On. You're in your what 40s, 50s, right? You're probably in your, your early 50s. Just to throw tweets out there for for troll sake. For you're not you're not accomplishing anything. You're not proving anything, right? Your son made a mistake, right? It's okay. We'll move on. Right, but you can't get mad and then try to rile people up and then just tweet after about how excited you are that you got to rile people up, dude. You're in your fifties. Relax. You had a kid that made it to the NFL. You had another kid that got a full ride scholarship. You know, to play at the University of Florida. He has a chance to make it to the NFL. You know, at least during a, a tryout or you know whatever, like a free agent side, whatever it might be. But he has an opportunity to go to the NFL, and you're just throwing out shade for for what? Like the the hundred and fifty Gators that you know probably tweeted at you that have probably a combined like 500 followers total, like move on, mute it, move on. You're a big yeah. boy. You've been doing this for too long. Man, I have been trying to be LeVar Ball or something, man. I don't know what's man. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't – I don't get it, man. You know, like, it, like it, it's just time to move on. Like we're, we're passing – we're watching NFL games, man, whatever's been yeah. done. And it was a two-way – like there was some people that was in the middle. Like, I rolled the middle of this thing all year, like not getting choosing a side between this whole thing, but – at this point, everybody that was kind of riding in the middle, kind of trying to keep, yo, Chad probably needs to chill, and the fan base probably needs to chill. Not everybody's just kind of just like, yo, like you just asking for it at this point, man. So uh, this is the last time I'm going to speak about it on the podcast. I think we're all over it. We're going to bury that and keep it moving because that's how Gator Nation roll on to the next one, man. Yeah, I just – he he's got to move on too. Um, I know that he listens to our podcast – uh, every once in a while, but it's, it's time to move on, right? I mean, your son's gone, your other son's in the NFL. Uh, it's time to move on. I mean, just get, getting the jokes off. They just don't, they don't fly. I mean, you're you're now the one that looks bad. I'm right? all for a good joke. Yeah, they're not, but it's not. A, it wasn't funny. You know what That's I mean? What I'm saying, like, if it's good, it's good. But if it's not good, right now, it seems like yo, let it die. Like it's not even. 
It's not a good troll. Uh, I love a good troll, but it's just not a good troll. Like you're not even trolling because you're not gonna win. It's you versus the whole fan base. <laughs> like, like literally, bro. Like, and and the crazy part about it is like, like no disrespect. Like he, it wasn't entirely his fault, but your son basically lost us the game twice. Two hard games. It's all, about, it's all about the approach. It's okay to make mistakes. It's all That's about That's what I'm saying. Your, no, listen, bro, if, if, if guys make mistakes, people will be like, oh, okay, you know, he made a mistake. He a kid, whatever, you know. But when you be antagonizing fans, you know, poking poking dudes with sticks and all that, right. they're going to bring up that right. shit that you got going on, bro. And they're going to they gonna make it come to the light. And one thing Gator Twitter want is the smoke. He talking about he want to smoke. Gator, smoke. Gator you think Twitter want the smoke? Man. Gator, Gator Twitter wants to smoke and they have time on their hands. So yes. Two things that you don't want. Yes. That's, a, that's why I know you're not going to win. You're one guy. Like, you shoot a tweet, it's, you don't get 500 million quote tweets just bashing you. It's not worth it. Like, go on with your life, enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, life ain't that bad. Yeah, you life, right? There we go, Dan. Move, boy. Let's go, man. Bring this yeah. back to Tampa Bay, man. And we're going to see y'all in Green Bay next week. We'll see y'all in Green Bay. Hey, you you got to see my backup team, man. Packers hey, 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 Packers. hey, hey. What? We're going to see y'all in Green Bay, man. Right, A-Rod me. Bay. A-Rod me. Don't tell me nothing about anybody. We we, we beat by 20-something points this year. A-Rod me, I don't want to hear nothing about a team we already beat by 20-plus this year. Three tell weeks me something today, different. I will be at that Super Bowl. Tell, tell me something different, Dan. I don't even want to hear that. No, I like, I like Green Bay big. Let, by big, yeah. I mean by eight-plus eight points. Yeah, Okay. I'm like, I'm glad. Find me, Dan. You know, you know what catch me, me? <laughs> Dan. You know what catch me, me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catch, catch me, me Dan. Outside. How about that? Nah, that mean catch me, <laughs> Catch me, shit, Dan. If that's how you feel. All right. Well, the game is over. But as you can see, Ahmad is hyped about losing. Nah, it ain't over. It, it, it really ain't over. It's a lot of time left, actually, man. We only up three. Yeah, y'all got. If y'all get seven here, it might be a little. Yeah, it might, get, it, it might look funny, but I don't funny. know. That's three turnovers. Hey, if this is Drew Brees' last game, hell of a career. Yeah, uh, sure. They need to put Jameis in the game. Let's be, let's be honest with you. I don't know what the FSU Tampa Bay Bucks fans are going to do. Do you cheer harder for Jameis Winston or do you cheer harder for Bucks? TJ, if they put Jameis in, TJ's going to become a Saint fan right now. Literally, sure. right now. Right now. He already has his uh, his Saints polo on Amazon Prime ready to, uh, ready to wear and say he's a lifelong fan. If he starts for the Saints – his next son is gonna be named Jameis. <laughs> he's he's gonna call. He's gonna call Kara into the room. Put on some Marvin Gaye. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> First son is Bryant. The next one's gonna be Winston for sure. For sure. <laughs> you don't think he'll go with the old fashioned Jameis? No, nah, he gotta go. Nah, Winston. he gotta go Winston. He gonna go Winston. I think he can name him Jabu. You know. <laughs> I can see Todd doing that. I can see Todd. Hey, Dan, what are you going to name him, Dan? Jabu. <laughs> I, I thought it was Jabo. I thought it was Jabo. Yeah, whatever, like that, bro. Jabo, Jabu, whatever. Jabo, Jabu, whatever. It is so close to calling him a jiggle. We are, we are oh, not going to stay fair. <laughs> <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Easy, young man. All right, we got we to bring back Rory of the Week. We do, we do. Uh, all right. All right. Oh, so, man. Man. Jabu was a thing. Jabu. <laughs> Jabo, Jabu, whatever. Yeah, nicknames is gonna be on the world of weeks going for. We're gonna like bring them nicknames and explain them. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's Let's go to I, I gotta do Manscaped, man. Shout out to Manscaped, the best of the best when it comes to man's grooming. If you haven't checked out the lawnmower 3.0, you are cheating yourself in life. Waterproof. 
You can edge them balls up and smooth them balls up right in the shower, man. No snags, no cuts, no abrasions. Life is still good, man, when you go with Manscaped. Use coupon code SG at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. They got the weed whacker. They got the most comfortable underwear you'll probably ever buy if you get that whole little package they got for the gift set. Great stuff. They got the ball deodorant. You don't think you need ball deodorant until you get some ball deodorant. Hmm. That's when they realize it. Like I knew I was missing something in life. And this is what it was. So shout out to manscaped.com. Again, SG at checkout for 20% off and free shipping. Let's see. Uh, one final piece of news. He used to be Florida's director of like player personnel or whatever it was. Um, Drew Hughes under Will Muschamp. And I think the first year under Jim McElwain as well. Andrew Spivey's boy, Drew Hughes. He was over at South Carolina. Uh, he was at Tennessee, I think, for a year or two before as well. He's going to go join uh, Steve Sarkeesian's staff. So Drew Hughes was a, a mainstay in the Florida uh, recruiting room for, for a long time. So um, shout out to him. Tom Brady tried to get a ref for high five. Ref was like, nah. That's not like the most unorthodox quarterback sneak I've ever seen. Like, it was like, it, it ain't even like they went in the huddle and said and called that. It's just like he just hurried up and just, just tried to find a nice place to lay down. Literally. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, Indiana hired uh, former Florida Gators defensive back coach Carlton Warren to be their new defensive coordinator. Warren's Neat. moving up in life. He sure is. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, not, and I don't think it's necessarily deserved. So, oh, let's talk a little bit of uh, transfer portal news. Uh, Dude, I'm, I'm a little nervous that Georgia needs a defensive back coach, and we do at the same time. And and our guy may be up for grabs a little bit. That's what I'm gonna say. That's my. And I'll take. be honest with you, and they've got maybe some potential better than us. So I don't, I don't know. Well, Kirby, you know? Kirby's just a dog, and Kirby, right. done, Kirby's a little, a little gangster when it comes to hiring and recruiting. So, yeah. Not, not here for that. Uh, I'll hopefully make that move here uh, very, very soon. Uh, Want to talk a couple of the names. Eric Gilbert, uh, we're, I'm going to stand in the paint. I mean, it's the same paint that you and I stood in on the last show. I mean, I, I think that Florida is the favorite to land Eric Gilbert. We said that he wasn't going to enroll until May. We said that Florida felt confident in getting him. Everybody was like, no, he's going to Georgia. He's going to Alabama. He's going to Texas A&M, wherever it was. Everybody's like, he's going to enroll soon. And then all of a sudden, you know, now they're hearing, oh, Florida feels confident. Oh, he's not enrolling until May. So you heard it here first. Uh, I know Florida feels real confident about landing tight end from LSU, Eric Gilbert. Not saying that it's a done deal, but I know that they feel very, very confident. Yeah, I'm not going to get too crazy excited because Tim Bruce right. got me hyped up about Zach Evans last year. And, and, and you know, I got to yeah. see him tote that thing for TCU and it kind of broke my heart. You know what I'm saying? I forgot about Zach Evans. Yeah, that was that was unfortunate circumstances. So, uh, yeah, Brew does feel good. You know, I, I chat with Brew from time to time. He feels real good where we had in that recruitment. He thinks the kid is coming here. We'll see how it all plays out. But right now, uh, he does think we're in the driver's seat for for Eric. And if we get that kid to come here alongside Bowman, uh, look out! Look Ooh, out! Baby. Look out! Ow! Ow! If we get Eric, I'm gonna go ahead. And I'm gonna have this bold tape because I think Bowman's that good. I don't care who's in that running back room. I think he's the most talented guy. He's gonna pass some people after spring. So if we have Eric and Bowman and Emory at the ham or any one of those quarterbacks, I think we're more explosive than we was last year. I think last year would be a more ex- efficient offense, but I'll wait for Eric to get in and finish this tape. But I think we could be more explosive with those guys. I still like my tight end room next year, even if he doesn't come. But I, don't know, I think comes, it's okay. If he comes, if he comes. pause. Oh, oh. Gee, oh, gee, willikers. Uh, 
Yo. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I like him. Uh, other names, Charleston Rambo uh, has decided to go to Miami. Uh, Tyreek Stevenson from Georgia has also announced that he's going to go to Miami. And then the tight end from Oklahoma, whose name I've uh, forgotten already, uh, has announced that he's going to go to TCU or SMU. Pardon me. Uh, Wine and Morris. Right. Tennessee is, I think, down to Oklahoma and Texas A&M. It's one year. One year. One year. Yeah. If you're a Boys to Men fan, you would know that. I was a big Boys to Men fan. There you go. Hey, who was the guy with the super deep voice from Boys to Men? That was always that you know, super deep baritone, like, mm. like I'll make love to you. I'm not a big Boys to Men fan. I think oh. they were overrated. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's my take. I think not oh, all that's, the music, that is the take. I think their music aged terribly. That's yeah, my take. Probably. But but at the time, it was still. I thought they were soft as hell at the time, and it was like mid music. Yeah, big pause. Ahmad, what are your thoughts on Boys to Men? Um, I'm, I mean, it was it was straight. It's like it's our mama music. Yeah, I'm still young, Dan. So it was like yeah. we, I grew up, and you know, you got the fake people who want to be like, yeah, yeah, I listen to that. Man, y'all ain't listening to that shit for real. Like I was still a young cat, you know what I'm saying? So. If you I listen to it, you know, I, I know some of the songs and whatnot, you know, from listening to I, it. I know, I know every word on End of the Road. Yeah. But it's you know. a terrible song. Yeah, it's not a great song. Right? Oh, oh, boy. Jeez. That's the Julio singing. My bad. That's, that's something. That's something else. All right. Uh, hey, so um, you can continue singing or you can take us out with uh, the song of the week. Right, before I take us out with the song of the week, man, let me give a shout out to my main man, my little homie, Connor. Uh, congratulations on your wedding uh shout out to the missus and you know what i'm saying uh, congrats bro to many more years man of that union absolutely shout out to new facts only in uh a week and a half give or take so yeah, about, about, a week, about a week and a half uh, so i think we're gonna do something maybe the 27th uh national signing day is coming up florida does have some spots recruiting news don't really have anything to give you so we'll we'll, we'll uh we'll get you guys all squared away on the, t- uh, the 27th 28th of uh, January, but shout out Connor, big fan, big fan of his uh, missus too. Got to meet her at a uh, at the uh, UF game last year against Vanderbilt. I think I got to meet. Yeah. Her. I got to meet yeah. her. A couple one, times one of those games. One super of those nice games. Lady. Yeah, super nice young lady. Shout out to Connor. He looked dapper. <laughs> I, I just finally saw some pictures during this podcast. He said that he would make me proud, and he sure did. So big ups, Connor. Already, man. All right. Um, to, to another couple days where we await Urban Myers text messages. Let me get switch by black. So I want to take us out of here with a little switch by black, a little R and B vibes. I love it. Hey, same corner, same time next week. Believe that. Same Bloody corner, same time. I'm glad to have you back, buddy. Man, man, appreciate you. See y'all boys, man. Love. I'm thinking about a Yamaha. I'm thinking about a Yamaha. You get away from all the cameras. I'm over it, don't want to spin inside. They just ran a corner ride. They hit me right between the eyes. It's funny when they switch and pick a side. For a day, you could be me and I could be you.
Cause I hit a switch on her She wasn't really good at keeping up